bods. Dad bods. Dad bods. Dad bods. Welcome to the first official episode of Dad Bods. We would like to thank all of our wonderful listeners for joining us. So we figured uh, there's no better way to start it off with uh, about the dads. Why don't you tell uh, us? Tell me a little bit about yourself, Howie. The brutal elevator speech. Uh, my name is Howie. Um, really, very average human being. The only thing above average is that I'm over six foot, six one. That one inch really counts. Um, overweight um as we both are <laughs> it's kind of the point of dad bods but really just enjoy sports that's what we're going to talk about and just life in general life in general so my name is akon i'm also um very average you know when when i walk in the room you know no one's like wow that guy he's a stud they're like that guy no he looks pretty average. Yeah. I mean, I'll yeah. be honest. Yeah. I mean, nine to five guy. Yeah. Leaves right at five. Yeah. I don't show up earlier than 855. No, he's there. He gets a little coffee, you know, sits down at his desk, maybe opens the email 801. You yeah. know, pretty, you know, pretty on point. Um, you know, yeah, I'm average, overweight, uh, like sports, um, have a gambling addiction, as I'm sure lots of other yes. people do. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there's a few other addictions in there that we're going to keep private for the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just want to welcome all of our uh, all of our listeners, and uh, you know, we're not trying to become superstars. We're just two average dudes who, you know, what have a little bit too much time on their hands on the weekends, and figured, well, we're very interesting people. You know, what's mm-hmm. what better way than to to podcast? Yeah, I mean, people like to make fun of us because of our obsession with sports, but <laughs> you know what? I think people are going to enjoy listening to us. And those are going to be the jealous people, too, that told us that. Oh, that's great. I mean, that's spot on. Yeah. So I, I think one of the first things, you know, first episode um, for Dad Bods, the first topic that we really want to hit is biggest office pet peeves. Oh. I mean, this list I've, could be five I have pages. Two. I have two right off the bat. Okay. Okay. So the person that types just way too loud. And it tends to be a female. I'm just going to be honest. It just tends to always be. I don't know if it's the fingernails or what, but they always type loud. And I think they just do it to make them sound busier than what they are. Trying to make themselves sound more important. Yeah. Like, it's just all that clickety-clack going on. It's so annoying. Like, I'm trying to – I hate my job. I borderline hate my life that I'm here right now. And you're over here just typing away, like not a care in the world, like no regard for other people in the area at all. Just type your shit and move on. That's how I look at it. And the second one, the person that leaves the water reservoir of the Keurig empty. Mm. Oh, my God. That's a bad one. Once again, I'm already pissing. I'm here. I just walked into the building. If I didn't get Starbs on the way and I got to get my own coffee from the office, I'm already pissed. I'm not having Starbucks. Now I'm going to have to get Keurig coffee. And now it's all messed up because you left the was the reservoir empty. Like, I mean, are you kidding me? First of all, selfish. First of all, Keurig coffee is already mediocre at best. I'm sorry if that offends anyone out there. It's yeah, we're not going for a Keurig sponsorship. People. Yeah, we yeah, don't care. Yeah, that, that's already the only reason the you buy a Keurig is for convenience. Yeah, it's the, the convenience. Only and you it's, don't care about the taste. And it's it cheap. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you it, buy little cups of powder that you put in there. Yeah. I mean, it. It's not good. You don't know. It's not. No, it doesn't even compare to Starbucks or even Dunkin'. 
And I don't even yeah. really like Duncan. I think Duncan's kind of trash as well. But I think Keurig, it's convenience, and you just kind of fucked up the whole convenience thing by leaving the water <laughs> empty. Yeah. Now I've got to refill it, hook it back in, which hooking it back in, by the way, is kind of more difficult than what people think. Like sometimes you're a little off, so then it's like slanted, it's not getting the water. Then you got to keep doing that, and then by the time you're done, it's you're a whole just, it's a whole mad. rigmarole. Yeah, like you're just pissed. You're just like, I'm already here. Now I have to enjoy. You can't even really enjoy it because it's so average. You're, you're just work. Like, it's you're eight, drinking it's, it's it. It's eight fifty-five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not enjoying that. You're drinking it for the for the effects of the caffeine. But what are your two? I mean, number one for me has got to be. Everyone has this guy in their office. First of all, it's the guy that just has absolutely outrageous sports takes. Oh. He, like, doesn't really watch quite enough sport, like, oh. enough of the game to, oh. like, really know what happened. He kind of saw some of the highlights and saw, like, one play maybe that was, like, the defining play. Like, let's say we're talking about, like, an NBA game. Like, one guy gets, like, thrown out of the game because, like, something else happened earlier. There was, like, a fight earlier. Yeah. And then he just saw that one clip and he's like, Oh, he's like that. He got thrown out for that. Like that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Or you know, there's there's a couple guys that have just terrible NFL takes in my office. Yeah. Um, just they think everyone has like a favorite player and they don't watch other people play and they're like, oh, this guy's a god. I'm like, yeah. I mean, like Kirk Cousins is not that good. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm sorry to bread in accounting, but he's yeah. not he's not that good. He's yeah. pretty. He's Mr. Average. Yeah. I mean, like I'm glad he threw for 300 yards against the Jets. Yeah. No offense to Jets fans, yeah, I mean, but let's just be honest. He's just pretty average. Um, yeah. Week 17, he got destroyed against the Packers, and they suck. <laughs> so. my, my second pet peeve has probably got to be the guy in the office that whatever hobbies you have, he has the same hobbies because he's trying to be very relatable. I think that's a big one. You know, office chit-chat, first of all, for me, not a fan of it. I, no, it's I the get worst. there to it's make the money and go home. Yeah. Um, but then now i got to deal with this absolute poser who always oh, like you like skiing? I'm a huge skier. Like, yeah. I went skiing last weekend, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, all right, show me, show me your lift pass. Like, show me a photo. Like, I mean, if you were to fact check this man, you would probably catch him lying ninety percent of the time. Yeah. I think. He's he's that kind of guy, um, and it's just like, dude, like I'm not trying to be friends with you. Yeah, we just yeah. get a paycheck from the same place. That doesn't mean we're best friends. Yeah. We're coworkers. We're coworkers. Yeah, sir. workers, um, not friends. He's the kind of guy that, you know, you have happy hour on, like, a Thursday night or a Friday night. Yeah. He will stay until the end. Yeah, yeah. And that's the last time you want to see him, by the way, until until you have to go back in the office. Yeah, yeah. And then he's probably the guy who's like, oh, let's hit up this bar down the street. I have a buddy over there. Like, no, 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 I want to go home, sir. Yeah. I came here to network, not even really network. I came here because my boss told me to. And he probably he said all your first two be, first two rounds are on the yeah. Like, and guess how many rounds I'm having too? Two. I'm not paying for shit. Yeah. I'm going home after. I need to make sure that I can have one or two beers and drive home. The last thing I want to do is get too drunk. They're like, all right, you got to leave your car at, the, at this weird brewery in the middle of yeah. nowhere. That's in a convenient middle location for everyone, but it's super inconvenient for you. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I mean. Yeah, it's oh god, that just goes in the next thing like work functions, oh, like going gross. out to them. Like gross. it's almost like you're on the clock when you're supposed to be off the clock because you have to keep that same professional demeanor a little bit, and it's just brutal. Like you want it like when five o'clock hits, I want to go home. Yeah. I'm done with work. I'm done I with mean, work after that. I don't want to go to 
some macro brewery or whatever. Mic- the micro, 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 micro. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's beer at the end of the day. I mean, but yeah, you go there and then you just have the same old. How was your day today? Oh, my day. Was good. Did you make any sales? Did you get this shit done? It's just stupid. There's no point in it. Um, I'd rather just go with the people that I actually like. That's a good um, point. That's rather a very good than point. you know, just the whole office that I hate, like seventy-five percent of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, completely agree. In my mind, happy hours is kind of like a race against the clock. Um, I have a specific time limit, and maybe like forty-five minutes. We'll say yeah. I have to drink two beers in forty-five minutes. You shake everyone's hand. You make your appearance now. Yeah. You have a conversation with whoever's, whoever is the one that put it all together, and then maybe yeah. with your boss who's yeah. paying for it. Thank and then I'm so out of much. there. I've, I've shaken my hands. Yeah. I've kissed the babies. Yeah. I'm like a politician. <laughs> yeah. I'm in and out quick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, drive safe. See you later. Um, I guess see you tomorrow if it's on a Thursday. That's just ugh, ugh, Thursday God. happy hours. And then when they want people to stay and like have a good time, I'm like, well, you want to be? I don't want to be hung over a Friday morning for work. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, it's, just get your two beers in, like you said, an hour. And the statistics are is that it takes an hour for one drink to, you know, yeah. the effects to go away. So you're still driving with a beer in your system. Yeah. You got a little bit of a buzz. You might go a little bit faster. You <laughs> might have a little more fun on the way home. But you're below the legal limit. Yeah, but you're just, below the legal limit. Yeah. We're currently watching the UK-Tennessee uh, game. And UK right now is trying to fuck this up as best as they could and lose this. Um, I, this is This is oddly, like – not as shocking that they're up by 13. I mean, like I for sh- some reason, I feel like this isn't as shocking because they're probably going to blow it, honestly. I mean, first of all, main <laughs> question, main question, has coach John Calipari lost his touch? I think as far as the recruit, I mean, as far as the recruiting is concerned, you can't really, argue. I mean, he still has the touch. He can still get the players. But as far as getting them all on the same page, there's argument to be made there, I think. I mean, this Kentucky team, if you look at the recruiting rankings, they have so much talent. They have so much talent every year. They should never – I mean, they're on the bubble. They should never be on the bubble with yeah, the talent they no. have on their roster. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean it's just – but well, it's just basketball, you know, and it's just kids, remember. It's just kids. It's just these 18-, 19-year-old kids um, that are losing Especially our, in Kentucky's case, 18- and 19-year-olds. That are losing our hard-earned money. <laughs> That we set at our nine to five for, and they they're just trying to throw it away for us. All right. So, what's your least favorite day of the week besides Monday? Just because Monday, it's its own beast. It's just brutal. I mean, off the rip, first two that come to mind is probably Sunday and Tuesday. Um, at least, like, I mean, Sunday you do have like, I don't know, probably Tuesday because Sunday I guess you do have like, you know, you got NFL, and then when it's the off season, like at least you have golf. On Sundays, yeah. I mean, round. so like probably Tuesday because it's like you know you, you climbed the hump of Monday, but like it's not like your life's getting any better. You're just getting into the work week. Yeah. See, for me, like, and it gets a lot of hype. This day gets a lot of. It has its own nickname. Are you gonna say Thursday? Wednesday. Oh, hump day. Hump you don't day. like hump day? No, because I wake up and I'm like, fuck. I'm almost. I'm only halfway there. Well, you're not Only even you're, you're not even yeah, until you're not lunch. even halfway there until noon. So you're just like, God damn, I have a whole nother half of this shit. Like, I don't know. Wednesday just for me, I don't know. Just because it gets its own day, hump day, all that shit, but it it's just not fun. I mean, 
I don't know. Tuesday just Tuesday just feels my like my most productive days are Tuesdays. I would say. Because I already put off enough work on Monday, and then, like, mentally, I'm like, fuck, I'm, like, kind of being a bum right now. So, I guess Tuesday, I'm actually going to hit it pretty hard. And then Wednesday, I realize I'm only halfway there at noon, and I'm just, that just. I'm sticking with my guns. I'm sticking with Tuesday. I mean, Tuesday is just, like, you're not even close to the weekend, and it's, like, you just had the worst day of the week behind you Monday. Like, I mean, like, life's not getting better anytime soon. Yeah. I mean. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so what was the uh, what is, what's the next topic of discussion? So the next topic is the biggest dads in sports. So biggest. So in sports in general, any sport. Just, so what what athlete with an and S? And like you can't say Philip Rivers. What about Antonio Camardi? He's got like thirty kids. No, no, I no, can't no. say him. No. Okay. Like that's just boring. All right, number number one, <laughs> number one. I'm going with Tony Finau then. Tony Finau. Tony Finau. That's a great answer. That is a great answer. You cannot say it's not. And for all those who haven't watched it, Full Swing, uh, it's a documentary on Netflix about all the PGA Tour players. Or not all of them, but they followed a handful of them. And Tony Finau was one of them. And all the the people that went to live. Yeah. That was a pretty good episode, actually. I respect Tony Finau a lot more now. I do. Very family dude. I've always liked the guy. Hashtag family guy. Hashtag family guy. I've always liked the guy, (laughs) but, I mean, he's just a family man. He is what a dad buys. I didn't realize. We embody Tony Finau. I didn't realize how poor he was growing up. I didn't know that either. Like, this guy, just so you guys can, like, understand this, this dude would hit golf balls from the inside of his garage – or his dad's garage, to the garage door, like with just a mattress in between. And they would go the to – Separating the ball, hitting the whatever garage door, the 10, I guess. And they would go to uh, – when they would they would go to golf courses and putting and chipping, obviously, like that's free right there. Yeah. They didn't have enough money to go to the range. They went to the range like once a week, I think. And they were like, let's just see if you're actually hitting them straight. Because they don't know the ball path. Yeah, I mean, you're hitting it against a mattress in a you're garage. It I mean, you're just, trying not to hit, you're just trying not to hit the family minivan, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, for God's sake. And also, like, if – like, if you were – I would be pissed if my kids were hitting – golf balls into the garage door oh there had to be some dents yeah there were <laughs> it looked like a shotgun went to it like it was just like a drive-by shooting <laughs> all right what's your, what's your number one number Ooh. one number one guy probably jay cutler jay cutler Ooh. doesn't give a fuck jay cutler <laughs> like, gives no fucks at all and then his divorce was pretty funny too yeah that I mean, was hilarious he just seems like a dad and also have you seen like pictures of him on the beach you're, you have a picture with him? No, 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 no. But have you like seen a picture of him like at the beach? Oh, like, he looks so he looks so average. Oh, like bad bod peak, instantly. Peak <laughs> like, average athleticism. Just, except yeah. the guy can throw a football, you know, sixty yards. I mean, do you depressing. think? Do you think? Yeah, definitely. This was this was about to be a dumb question. I was about to say, you think you could punt it further than he can throw it? I mean, absolutely, absolutely <laughs> he could not. Probably like throw it across his body further than I can punt it. I mean, I'm if if and I'm he had like a pretty like he had some good moments like yeah I mean played look, the Super Bowl didn't he no no they or no that was uh oh who was it when they played the Colts that was Rex Grossman Rex Grossman, Rex Grossman. never mind Devin yeah. Hester took the opening kickoff back yeah and the city of Chicago <laughs> thought they won a Super Bowl and then they were like fuck we have to play Peyton, four full quarters yeah against like, Peyton Manning Peyton never mind Manning they just despise him yeah. 
Yeah. Jay Cutler, just what a career he had. When he went to Miami, that was like oh. – I feel like he just went to Miami just to party. I like, mean, he had no chance of actually doing anything. No, they like, were just – He just went there to party. Probably. I feel like – was that the, that was, like, kind of the end of his career a little bit, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was when they got, like, the uh, the famous, like, wildcat formation. And he just lined up and just sat there. Like, <laughs> gave no effort at all. It was basically 10 versus 11. <laughs> on the field. And they draft they traded him and they drafted Mitch Trubisky, right? Mitchell Trubisky? I thought Mitch was uh drafted by the Steelers right away. Or the Bears. Yeah, he was. I thought I thought the oh, Bears I thought were talking about Miami. No, for I'm a saying I I'm saying like, I thought the Bears got rid of yeah. Jay Cutler, then the next year they drafted Mitch Trubisky. Or maybe yeah, there was a year yeah, yeah, in between yeah. or something. Yeah. Where they were like, we're going to suck so we can get a good pick. Yeah. And then it ended up being Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> I mean, hey, Matt Nagy, I mean, look, he they had a good season. Trubisky was like, was he rookie? Matt Nagy's a Super Bowl winning coach, too. He's about to be the OC for the Chiefs. Yeah. He's the he's a Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah. As a, what, and the, the Bears traded, and the Bears fired him. Oh, don't even. He's a terrible <laughs> coach. He's horrible. But if you're, I mean, he won a Super Bowl as a coach. As an assistant <laughs> coach with Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. I'm just trying I mean, to make a narrative, man. I mean. <laughs> I think, uh, so I saw, I came across this interesting article. Should the Bears. Are you a big reader now? No, it was really just on Twitter as a video. <laughs> it wasn't oh, an big, article. It was an article. It was a tweet. It was a tweet from an account with 74 followers, yeah. I mean. But uh, someone was talking about how they should uh, get rid of Justin Fields. That's just, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> what do you – I mean – Well, because, like, apparently, like, he won't fit – like, they have a defensive – like, they're a defensive team. Like, when you think of the Bears, you immediately think of defense. Like, no matter, like, who they have on offense, you immediately think of that. And then they got Eberflus. Well, you think of the, what is it, the 84, the 85, 85 Bears, Bears with Mike Ditka. Yeah. But then, like, Eberflus is a defensive-minded coach. So, like, ever this dude is just trying to make an argument for Justin Fields to get traded, maybe. And I just thought that was interesting. He made, like, a decent argument, but I just don't think he can do that. You mean a decent tweet? Or, like, an argument in his video. Oh, it was a video. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, I, I, it's just stupid, though. You probably shouldn't do that if you're the Bears. All right, my number two, when I think about the biggest dad vibes in sports. Hmm. I'm going to go Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. His Jeez. son's always on the field of the games. He's like best friends. Yeah. His son's like best friends with Fernando Tatis. And Freddie Freeman's a boring guy. Cheater, by the way. Freddie Freeman's a cheater? No, Fernando. Oh, okay. okay Absolute cheater. I was going to say. Uh, yes. He, uh, Freddie well, he, Freeman's son he, looks he up to a cheater. He had the ringworm, you know, on his neck, so he oh, needed yeah. to take antibiotic steroids <laughs> yeah. for it. Because um, I've heard that's a great treatment for it. Um, yeah. Some of the side effects are you get super jacked yeah. and can hit the ball a lot harder and but faster you get rid of and longer. Ringworm. But it gets rid of ringworm, and, you know, obviously that was his main intention. Yeah, he didn't mean to, like, be able to jack, you know, 300-foot bombs to the left field. Well, he can already do that. Or 400, sorry. I think he could probably already do that. Yeah, he probably could. Freddie Freeman, his son, is always there at the game. Just seems like a good family guy. Very boring, very nerdy, tall legs. Just an average man who can play some damn good baseball. He's not. There's nothing special about him. 
Yeah. When you look at him, but like. I mean, he's a pretty he's pretty good with a bat in his hands. I mean, <laughs> won an MVP. Wouldn't say he's average. He's, okay, whatever. <laughs> he's a Gold Glover, but he just like if you saw him on the so street average. and didn't didn't know who he was, you'd be like, that's just like a pretty regular looking dude. I mean, yeah, but like baseball outside of golf, like they might be the most least athletic looking. I mean, Pablo athletes. Sandoval had a $100 million contract at one point with the Red Sox, and he was pushing maybe four bills. Yeah, like, I don't – I think – yeah, I think I'm going to stand by that. Uh, baseball players might have the most least impressive physique outside of golfers. I don't hate that. I, I would I would have to agree. But like, now, I just thought about swimming, though, but, like, swimmers are so wide and lengthy. Like, you would definitely be like, wow, that dude's probably – Swimmers are unbelievable. Some sort of like, I mean, Michael Phelps. Yeah, like, I mean, that he's dude an does animal. something with his body that's pretty amazing. I mean, I don't and see – In a not weird way, I don't see, you know, Phil Mickelson or Bubba Watson yeah. and be like, holy shit, that guy is jacked. He's – I mean, maybe Phil's calves, but I – Yeah, mean, I mean, I love watching golf and everything, but they just look like – nerds out there <laughs> i mean some of them are just like like scotty scheffler he's just a different breed i mean like will zalatoris looks like if i like spit on him he would probably fall to the ground <laughs> he'd blow him over yeah give a nice yeah he would blow. just wither away in the wind <laughs> so like do you think he gets nervous like when they play at the open and I mean, it's like really windy it's outside really windy. <laughs> <laughs> might fuck up his swing i was gonna say he definitely gets nervous have you ever seen him putt in a major championship oh, like, before within like five feet oh my god it is like it get, I'm, I'm getting a heart attack just sitting on the couch watching it i mean i feel like that's harder than being out there for him yeah i mean when i see him like putting a five footer in like really any moment i feel like i'm watching myself i mean there. his his hands are shaking more than the anxiety i get on sundays oh my god Probably the worst feeling ever, by the way. Yeah, anxiety. Oh, and we're an anti-anxiety podcast. So oh. I just want to throw that out there. And then, like, you double it with work the next day. Oh. It's like when 5 o'clock hits. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, during football season, after the 425 games. I don't even like Eastern, the watch. Eastern, I just, it's just brutal. I just, just want to like, go to bed after the, after the second round of NFL games. Like, yeah. the Sunday night games, like. Like, so I just want to see Carrie Underwood and go to bed. Yeah, I just let me watch the intro while I lay in bed, and I'm just, like, a shell of a human being. And I'm just, like, I – you know, I have my water. I try and take a sip, spill it all over myself and my pillow, and it's just – Yeah. All if right. you have a Brita, you, like, fill up the water too much. Oh, yeah, and yeah, just, and it sits next to your bed on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean – Bed gets wet. Let's hear your number two, then. God, number two. I need to get away from football here, I think. Um – Oh, God. Is it bad that, like, I just, no. Oh. Like, I don't know why, but I just think of David Freeze. David Freeze. <laughs> Explain <laughs> why he is a great moment. Like, when you look at him, A, he looks like an average male already. Um, he had, like, that one, I mean, obviously, he's in Cardinals Hall of Fame just for his performance in the 2011 World Series. Um <laughs> uh, Game six against the Rangers. But other than that, like, such a marginal career. Other than that. Like, he was a very average third baseman. Could kind of hit a little bit. Um, had an unreal moment in the World Series. And then after that, it was kind of just, like, back to being average. Like, like nothing about him stands out at all. Besides his box score in the 2011 Game 6 World Series. Are we allowed to go coaches for this? Can I, can I yeah, go to coach? Yeah, let's go coaches. Because, like, when I think of dad 
vibes, I think of like the coach because like the coach is already kind of the dad. Yeah, he's like the chaperone of the team. I'm going Jim Harbaugh mm. as my number three. I mean, when I think of a man who is yeah. a family man, it is just yeah. I mean, just simple, classic dude. Think of Jim Harbaugh and his fucking khakis. No, I mean, and like he tries to add in swag with like that flat bill. With the M on it, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if he sleeps in a khakis. That would not surprise yeah, me one bit. He probably bit. has like khaki pajama pants. Oh, I'm sure his, his wife got him for Christmas. I'm sure he loves yeah. them. I'm sure he yeah, wears them all the time. Probably really comfortable. I, is he sponsored by like Old Navy or something? Like, I want to know where he gets his khaki pants because they must be very probably that or chaps, chaps, <laughs> chaps. <laughs> I mean, he is always wearing khaki, so he's got to have a brand that he likes. I mean, he has to. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Where who do you like I'm going with Chaps. I'm going yeah. old Navy. He seems old like Navy. a you know the thing is he just seems like such a guy that's so low key. He's like I don't think he'd walk into a Chaps. Yeah. But I, I, when I think I could see him walking in old Navy in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. I mean that he thrives like, in old Navy. You think of old Navy. He thrives of, there. You think of the commercials that they had where it's like they're like grilling out in the backyard. Like the kids are running around and Jim shit. Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh would just be a natural there. I think of Frank Reich, the old head yeah. coach, just got fired from any. I mean, look at him. He just looks like the dude who like just would know everyone's name. Yeah, he, he walking lo- around the building like so. Like I can't think of him getting an unsportsmanlike penalty. Oh, he would. He would have to be very mad. Yeah, someone like, would have to tackle have to, one like, of his kids. Yeah, you'd probably have to like kill one of his kids in front of him <laughs> <laughs> for him to yell. I mean, like, I've never – and you could see it. Like, the Colts, like, they have a very talented roster, but I feel like he's just not a motivator at all. No. Like, he just wants to be a nice guy. He well, just he's wants to shake everyone's hands and hug them after the game. He's the kind of guy that he walks into the bar on a Friday night, like 5.30 after he just finished a tough shift, and he knows everyone's name in the bar. He knows the bartender's name, the owner. Yeah. You know, they come over – And if he doesn't, he's going to introduce himself, too. Oh, 100%, yeah. Um, and, you know, he's just, he's just an all-around, just family guy. Yeah. So we're gonna go. We'll go. We'll go one more. Um, off the dome. I'm gonna go Al Horford. Man oh, wow. feels like he's been in the NBA for 20 years now. Yeah. He's got to be close to 40. I mean, he just even when he was on the Hawks back in the day, I just he still gave off that vibe where he's like, he's just kind of like an old, just chill dude. I mean, nothing too much special about his game. He can hit all the shots you want him to. I mean, but he's just – he's the kind of guy in the locker room that doesn't get involved in any of the drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just just seems like a good dude, good dad. Seems like he'd be a good dad. I wish he'd be my dad. Really? Al Horford? <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty nice. It would be pretty cool if my dad was in the NBA. That's yeah, all I'm going to say. That would be pretty insane. Um, let's see. If we're going NBA route. I don't know why this name just came to mind, but Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Why, like, there's nothing really, like, he can. He has handles, I guess. Came over from Spain, right, if I remember correctly. I believe, I believe that's correct. Like, just he's just out there, man, doing his thing. Is he even in the NBA anymore? Or he, like, I don't know. Was he, he in it for, like, ten years and then was just like, okay. He I'm could done. be playing in Spain somewhere. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know why I just thought of him, but for some weird reason, I just get the vibe of he just, like, a cool Like, I'd like to just get a beer with him. You know, I'd get a beer with him. I would, I would do the Brush same. Brush up on my Spanish. 
<laughs> for ladies love Latino Latino men. Oh yeah, Latinos. Yeah, God, yeah. I don't know why I just said Ricky Rubio, <laughs> but I don't. I just very weird. I guess. Moving on um, to our final segment of the day, our personal most depressing sports losses. Mm. I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, start this one off. I am an Atlanta guy. Oh. Oh, so um, <laughs> goes the, without saying <laughs> the 2017 Falcon Atlanta Falcons versus the New England Patriots um, took a few years off my life. Yeah, when Robert Alford took back that pick six on Tom Brady, I mean, yeah, that was it. I I thought we were done. I was like, we just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, then we proceed to you know score another touchdown, 28 to three. Um, yeah, I uh, was late. I was late to class the next day. I was about to say you were probably still in high school, right? I was. I was a senior in high school. Was it like a mass like absence? Yes, there was a <laughs> lot of people that were there on Monday or late on Monday for <laughs> failure to rise up. Um, tough day, um, you know that really. Uh, the curse of Atlanta before that was you know very well known uh, since the Braves had won it in the nineties. And, by the way, the Braves should have won many more World Series. They won 14 straight division titles. Um, but that's that's some sorrow for another day. Um, it's so hard to say, though, in baseball. I know. Like, you, like, so, like the fucking Phillies went to the World Series last year, which I, I know, know that probably hurts a little bit more for you. The Braves but. just won it, so it's okay. <laughs> they, and, the, and the Phillies didn't win either. They lost to the people we beat. Go Braves. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I've, I've never watched the full highlights from that Super Bowl. I never will as long as I'm alive. Um, <laughs> if you do see me watching the highlights from that Super Bowl, you should probably call um, someone because that probably means I'm about to die. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're going to go uh, Falcons, Patriots, Super Bowl. So, for me um, – you know, I haven't really had – I mean – Here we so go. Here of, we go. When I think of heartbreak, I feel like a, you have to be on the cusp of greatness. Kind of like how um, – you're your Falcons, sorry. Like, they're about to win the Super Bowl. Shut up. So, I haven't – like, my teams, I haven't really had a bunch of that. But I'm a Packers fan. Y'all beat the brakes off of us. We did in that NFC Championship NFC game. Championship. I was there. But I don't I was think, there. I don't think I can say that was, like, the more – like, it just sucked, like. Ludacris and uh, T.I. and some of the boys came out at halftime. They performed Welcome to Atlanta when we were just absolutely destroying you at halftime. That was that was an all-time yeah, high for me, so, possibly. Yeah, so, like, I can't really count that as heartbreaking because we got shit beat out of I mean, we got beat like a redhead stepchild. Yeah. <laughs> um, heartbreaking was probably last year, Packers losing to the 49ers at home. That yeah. team was very good for the Pack. Defense was finally playing well. Um, the Niners just seem to own the Packers, too. They do. It's so depressing. Um, oh, my God. I just overlooked this. How did I overlook this? When we lost to the Giants in the NFC Championship, when they went on to beat the uh, Patriots for the undefeated season, Ooh. Brett Favre threw the interception over to – oh, my God. That was, like – that was brutal. That was That's probably the most heartbreaking now that I think about it. But the thing about the 49ers is that the first drive of the game, we went down, shoved it down their throat for a touchdown. I was like, 
we're going to win this game by 70. And then and then it, then it just then kept you kick getting tight. Then you kicked, like, one field goal the rest and then, of the game? Yeah, and then it kept getting tighter and tighter. And the next thing I know, they block a punt. And that whole year I was saying special teams will be the demise of this team. Well, all of your teams have terrible special teams. Yeah, so <laughs> background information uh, for the listeners out there. Uh, my teams are the Packers, LSU, um, and Kentucky, um, and the St. Louis Cardinals. So all my teams, I think, if you gave us – um, all my football teams, if you gave us like a like a grade, we're probably like a D plus, maybe in special teams. Yeah. The only thing keeping us from an F was that Keyshawn Dixon, uh, Keyshawn Nixon returned a kick return against the Vikings week seventeen. That was and that was touchdown. much needed. But I mean that the, y'all blew the brakes off them anyway. Yeah, that was like a must win. Then we followed it up with a we God. It's not like I like we had no chance of doing anything in the playoffs, but it's kind of nice to go to the playoffs. Yeah, it feels and nice to be there. The fact that we got swept by the Detroit Lions this year was so depressing. Which, by the way, do you see their uh, their preseason odds for the Super Bowl? The Detroit Lions. What are they? They're like they have like the sixth or seventh best odds. Really, I can't remember the number, but like they're they're top fifteen. <laughs> they're on like the better half. I never thought I'd see the day of that. I mean, Dan Campbell, he's a Detroit man through and through. He, he's the kind of guy that, like, he welcomes stopping at a stoplight and someone trying to break into his car. He welcomes that. He wants a fight. Yeah, I mean, I could see him, like, he might, walk, he might leave his walking do- downtown Detroit, and he's like, I want a motherfucker to run up on me I think so he, I can beat the shit out of I him. I think he <laughs> leaves his car unlocked because he wants, yeah. like, he, he wants, wants to, smoke. like, go, like, detective mode. And, yeah. Like, oh, find yeah. out who stole his shit, and then he'll go on the run and just beat the piss out of him. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Um, number two for me, I don't, I don't know if you have a number two because um, all your teams just seem to win. Number two for me has got to be um, when you and I and a few of our other friends who are also Cardinals uh, fans oh, yeah, were watching awesome. Braves Cardinals uh, game five. Probably was that 2019? I it would have been, let's see. Yeah, because it was before like 20, 2019. COVID shut everything down. Um, yeah, it's 2019. We all, you know, gather around together, turn the game on, um, crack open my first beer of the day. Um, before I'm able to finish it, we're down. What, what was what did y'all score in the first inning? Like it was, 11, it was like insane. seven, yeah. eight, nine, ten, eleven runs. Yeah, I, it didn't really matter. <laughs> it was enough to where I could have probably pitched the rest of the game with a little one. Mike uh, <laughs> Fultonavich, or we called him Fulty. Um, <laughs> Was going game five, and let's just say that uh, it was not his best day on the rubber. Um, was not his best day. Um, that's got to be number two for me, obviously. Number God. All your teams win, so, I mean, I don't even know if you have a number two. Yeah, I mean, losing to St. Peter's kind of sucked last year. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really think that's – I mean, I that's, that's pretty hard- bad. I that's, guess that's heartbreaking. I mean – Like, we lost in the first round. John Calipari hasn't hasn't won a tournament game in how many years now? What is, it's been like over a thousand days, right? Yeah. I mean, that's I pretty mean, it's insane. COVID, at least. That's pretty insane. But like, I get the argument though. Like, you can't really count the COVID year, but like, why not? Other, I mean, other teams. <laughs> Wasn't there a national champion crown that year? Wasn't it fake? They didn't play it. I'm talking about like the full, like when they actually oh, played oh. the season. Yeah, when, like ba- leading, when Baylor yeah, blew like, out Gonzaga in the Natty. Yeah. Well, like the year before that, like everyone's like, well, you can't really, you can't really count that. Okay, I'll go along with that. You can't, but when well, the year before COVID, didn't they suck too? Uh, or was that the year after? It was the year after. Okay. They, were, they were that BJ Boston team. They were miserable, and apparently he's doing good in the NBA. Congrats to BJ. 
Yeah, congrats, BJ. <laughs> Pro BJ podcast. <laughs> in all ways. We were in, uh, here's another funny story. We were in uh, college, and Akon decided that uh, we were going to do – Kentucky was so bad this year. We did a drinking BJ game. BJ Boston was so bad. The BJ Boston was so bad that – we did a drinking game where it was uh, what was it every was it every three it was or like every it was point every shot had. was one drink that he made and then every three was another drink yeah and I think he put up like thirty five points yeah he put up over thirty points yeah we uh, <laughs> it was an early night it was an early night yeah night. yeah yeah <laughs> that was uh, that was during COVID where like school wasn't real no college I, was college was a joke yeah um, um, I tell people every day I didn't learn anything. Oh, yeah, I had to get on Chegg and look up the answers. I was uh, – Yeah, I got really good with Quizlet and Chegg. <laughs> I was really good at and that. And Course Hero. Course Hero was the best, but it was a, it was so expensive. How much – I mean, how how much are you willing to pay for an A? Fucking A. I'll just take a C. <laughs> <laughs> C's get degrees, man. That's all I know. Yeah. That is all I know. Like, Course Hero – Course Hero had, like, everything. Everything oh. you could think of. Chegg was kind of – Hit or miss. And some of the textbooks were on there, too. It's like, I don't have yeah. to buy a textbook. I just need a subscription. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, also, side note, Kentucky is trying to throw away this game right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Oh, he oh, missed, it. missed it. But he got fouled. Yeah, um, yeah it's 60-50 to 50 right now. Uh, Tennessee's definitely winning this half. But hopefully the, hopefully the hole that they dug uh, is too big to come back in this one because – this is a must-win for Kentucky. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. Must-win, wow. I think it is a must-win. Wow. One of our buddies tried to downplay it, saying it really wasn't that big. Of a, it's not really a must-win, and I thought he was smoking crack. Mm. Going, mean, we're coming go, off last week, we lost to Georgia. Going at the listeners on episode one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just, I mean this, is this not a must-win? Do you see it as not? Or? I mean, it's close. You're on the bubble. Just be a big win, be cute quad one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you sweep Tennessee, that'd be pretty nice. They're coming off beating Bama. Yeah, at home, and Kentucky already beat them on the road, but now they're reviewing. Watch this. I guarantee they grab each other by the back here. They're gonna touch each other. Oh, they didn't do it. Wow. They always like to grab each other by the small of the back. The refs when they go to review something. It's a very, it's, it's a very, very intimate relationship. Yeah. Uh, being on a crew <laughs> with another referee. Oh. Speaking of that, it used to be a. Little League baseball umpire. Yeah, I worked my way up some high school games. Oh, yeah. made it to the big leagues almost. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, almost. He was, was a, like he was a, a red, red hot prospect um, at the local uh, community park that he used to work at. I mean, the swagger this man used to walk with. Oh, I mean, he owned – you own the fucking park. But, like, I mean, it's great. It's good money. Like, if you're, if you're still, like, in school or something, you come back on breaks – I mean, you walk out of there making over a hundred dollars for uh, for calling really shitty balls and strikes. Yeah, That's I mean, you can get paid like hundred, hundred ten bucks for three hours of your time. It's, it's pretty not, good. It's not horrible for a college and high school kid. So you're saying beer money? Yeah, I'm hearing oh, beer it was money. Great for beer money. Ugh. It was great for beer money. That's what we're all about. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this the other day. If you had to add up uh, how much money you spent in college on alcohol. Like if you like if you Woo! just had to give a ball like a ballpark number, are we counting like from freshman year through senior year? Like yeah, going to the bar as well. Yeah, we're okay. Yeah, we're gonna do bars and liquor store. I mean, I'm like I'm gonna throw out 10k. 
Is fifteen too high? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Vegas bombs aren't cheap. They don't they don't grow on trees. You got you yeah. got to get them somewhere. I mean, I mean, if you go with a Hiroshima night, where it's just bombs away, <laughs> bombs away. I mean, that's I mean, a, you're racking up a fucking check. I can get. Ex- <laughs> I mean, that can get expensive quickly. Yeah, I mean, and I know like we're not talking like VIP area out in Phoenix or no, something, no. but like for a college kid, I mean, a hundred dollar bar bill is not fun. Just watching your bank account dwindle. <laughs> well, the the answer is you shouldn't do that. But the answer to that is, well, I want to have fun. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a little bit of this and that. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, I think it's a good place to stop for the first ever episode of Dad Buds. Dad Buds. Thank Dad you, Buds. Thank you, everyone. And we hope you have a great week. We will be coming at you again very shortly. Go Dads.